Welcome to this week's housing crisis update where I read the news, so you know the drill. Mary Carolyn at the Irish Times reports that deck cases are to be removed from the Master of the High Court. Master Edmund Honahan, who has been a consistent critic of various banks and funds, deals with up to 200 cases a week involving claims over debts. Early last year, Mr Honahan had said he had drawn up a bill to assist those facing repossession who he said were before his court on a daily basis. He had also described advice given by Antishuk that people facing repossession should avail of the Avalia service as a sick joke, saying it was merely a voucher for 200 euros worth of legal advice before you go to the circuit court. Debt campaigner David Hall said the decision was a bad day for debtors and that Mr Honahan has been one of the few officials to speak the truth about banks' behaviour. Noel Baker reports that the Reception and Integration Agency, which houses the 6,355 people in direct provision in Ireland, has had to access emergency bed spaces in hotels since last September due to insufficient capacity. Further driving up the numbers were delays in taking decisions on applications for asylum an increase in the number of people seeking asylum and the effect of the housing crisis. The Irish Refugee Council have said there are 700 people in direct provision who have secured the right to stay in Ireland but can't move on because of a lack of available accommodation or the means to secure it. CEO Nick Henderson argued that the government would have to secure more accommodation to address the shortfall caused by the crisis and direct or indirect racism or discrimination when those granted asylum try to access private rentals. Ashling Kenny at RTE reports on figures obtained from Dublin City Council which show hundreds of people living in over crowded social housing units across the capital. In one case, 11 people were living in a two-bedroom home, while in three separate cases, 12 people squeezed into three-bedroom homes. In stark contrast, there are more than 800 three-bedroom homes and more than 100 four-bedroom homes across the city with just one person living in them. Michael Allen of Focus Ireland said more options needed to be created for people, pointing to a need for single-bedroom units in areas where traditionally there have only been three or four-bedroom units so people can stay in the same area. Michael Clifford reports on an intervention by Michael Healy Ray in the debate over the Residential Tenancies Bill, which will provide some protections for tenants. The TD, who first became a landlord at the age of 19, said that landlords were being criminalised and demonised in the bill. Clifford calls the language hysterical, saying there is a need to rebalance the rights of tenants and that housing is not an issue to be left to the whims of the market, pointing to clientelism in the planning process and the consequent effect on the price of land as the biggest obstacles to a solution to the housing crisis. Clifford goes on to recommend implementation of the Kenny Report, which suggested that rezoned land should be valued at the agricultural rate plus 25%. The Kenny Report has been bounced around the courts and government departments since it was first presented to Cabinet in 1973. Shit, it's nearly as bad as the Lewis. How long did that take now? Laura Larkin at the Indo reports on tax breaks to encourage older homeowners to downsize. Former Minister James Riley tabled a motion in the Shannon this week calling for a raft of new measures, including ring-fenced funding, changes to inheritance tax and exemptions from property tax for so-called bespoke housing built for older people. The motion supported by all Fine Gael senators also calls on the government to consider tax breaks on property and probate to encourage downsizing. Laura Larkin reporting on the amount of money paid by the government to private landlords which has spiralled by more than 200 million euro in four years. Figures released to Fianna Falls housing spokesman Dara O'Brien showed that last year more than 276 million euro was paid to more than 40,000 households being accommodated in the private rented sector. Mr O'Brien said Fianna Gael was pouring taxpayers money into the private sector. A new report by the Society of Chartered Surveyors Ireland shows that house prices are expected to increase by 4% this year, while prices in the rental market are expected to rise by 5%. Anya Myler, SCSI Director General, says a consistent increase in house prices has created unrealistic expectations with demands for higher prices ranking ahead of mortgage issues and buyers finding another property. There are vast amounts of land in Dublin available to tackle the housing crisis, a conference in the capital has heard. Architect Mel Reynolds told the 
the event in Dublin that half of all residential zoned land in the capital is state controlled, either being owned by a local authority or NAMA, and that would be enough to provide 71,000 new homes. The conference was organised by Raise the Roof, a coalition of housing groups and activists that are planning to hold a national rally later this year. Raise the Roof launched their 2019 campaign at Dublin's Mansion House last week and promised radical action on Ireland's housing crisis. Housing Minister Owen Murphy insisted yesterday that homeless people aren't being turned away from shelters during the current freezing weather, saying that some people refuse to go to shelters even in the worst type of weather imaginable. The minister was responding to an intervention in the Dáil from Sinn Féin leader Mary Lou Macdonald, who raised claims there were no beds available in Dublin the previous night. Inner City Helping Homeless confirmed on Twitter that their teams had found 86 people on the streets of the capital the night before who had been unable to secure accommodation, even as Dublin Regional Homeless Executive Eileen Gleeson insisted on RT Radio that there was no shortage of beds. And that's all for this week's Housing Crisis Update. Follow me on Player FM or on Twitter at Murphy the Journal.